This is Things You Might Not Have Heard. I am Jay Cleveland Payne, and I'm ready to present to you yesterday's latest in information, politics, current events, and pop culture. This is your go-to supplemental source for both mainstream and unconventional news stories, supplemental source, that you may have missed and with some edit context as things go along. And as the teaser graphic shows, we're going to get into Will Smith. We have a lot of big news and we have a lot of Israel news. Israel's taking over the bulk of the newscast, if you will. But we're going to kick things off and make sure you understand what's going on with Mr. Smith and Mrs. Pinkett Smith as this thing is now in the stage where it's essentially piling on. We admit it. We are just here for the clicks on this one. So we'll get more details on that. Plus, as we say, seven other stories that were vetted by you. You tell us what stories are interesting. and We put them into a nice little fitting that gives you eight stories to start the day off with. So let's get into those stories today. Oh, we do have some fun stuff after way and we have some business to take care of. Uh, today, we're going to get into things on this beautiful, chilly October 17th, 2023, Tuesday as it happens to be. Getting into the news stories on the day with the first story from the tease, and we go straight to Will Smith. Will Smith says notifications off as Jada Pickens Smith reveals all about their marriage and separation. Now, one of the things that kind of got out of, kind of, I'll say out of hand, if you will, is that everybody's writing books. And so Jada Pickens Smith, all these revelations are coming from a new book, and she's got to sell some copies of books. We have to give her that. But what we're finding out about their marriage is all the salacious stuff that we didn't really understand, but it seems to be more or less the truth. Now, Will Smith posted a photo of himself falling asleep on a boat as he received multiple notifications, seemingly hinting that he was going off-grid and his notifications were going off as he moved away. The actor said specifically about this and his strange wife that the disclosures in her book had woken him up and that he had lost his sensitivity to her hidden nuances and subtle beauties. Basically, he's not paying attention right now at the moment. What Pink and Smith actually said about specifically for the separation was that's you know, it's been on since 2016. That's seven years. Here's the thing. They're supposed to announce it in an episode of the Red Table Talk, which sounds a little over salacious, if you will, in 2020. Will wasn't ready for that, so Jada took on the role of the adulterous wife, and that became the, you know, the narrative that was in the background. And now we know it's a bit, bit more weird and freaky than we all even thought. We are sending prayers up for the Smith family because we kind of love Will Smith. We love Jada Pinkett Smith, and we want the best for people than, you know, in these situations. However, they're giving us plenty to talk about, so the conversation continues along with them. Our second story of the morning is this one. LinkedIn lays off 668 employees in second cut this year. Microsoft LinkedIn said on Monday, yesterday, it would lay off 666 employees in the second round of cuts this year, adding to the tens of thousands of job losses this year in the technology sector in the face of uncertain outlook for economics. Um, reports on venture capital uh, from the Crystal of uh, reports on venture capital and startups for Reuters. Uh, that's the person who did this. Uh, covered the Trump SPACs and the Elon Musk Twitter financing, and she's done a bunch of things to keep an eye on what's happening. And this reporter is seeing what's happening right now for Microsoft's LinkedIn. You will find out more about this as it's only October. Still a few more months to get through and still plenty of time for layoffs, especially when they happen towards Christmas. If you worked in any sort of business that's like broadcasting, you know Christmas is the time for layoffs. Guns found in good Goodwill donation box. This is the story we get out of Pittsburgh. Not your typical Goodwill donation. A Pennsylvania State Police are now investigating after finding multiple firearms inside a donation box in North Union Township in Pittsburgh. Savannah's video shows a red Chevrolet Silverado at the store and unknown persons putting guns in the donation box. 
They're asking for any information on where the guns came from. Call state police in Uniontown and they will take it from there. If you're there or if you you know, a, a sleuth on the internet and can find something else. Hey, people can call in golf scores from, you know, millions of miles away. Why not you for a weird donation of guns at the Goodwill? We have had plenty of stories of inmates escaping. And now we have four inmates who have escaped a, a detention center in Georgia. Excuse me. Uh, quick hydration stop hiccups. Including one of those being a murder suspect. Uh, this happening in the Bibb County Detention Center early Monday morning, yesterday. And a blue Dodge Challenger picked them up before fleeing the scene. The four fugitives were arrested, um, including Joey Fortner, Mark Kenny Anderson, Denard Barnwell, and Chavez Demero. Uh, investigators said uh, it's a big deal. Why are people being? Um, why are people getting out of jail? Not a good look for the jails and not a good look for what's going on right there. Uh, we will see how this happens. And I guess they've been um, picked up at this point, but we will see how more of these things happen and what investigators and prison officials will do about safety going forward. Our next story is AOC. This is something that we actually have covered once. AOC talked about, or Alexandria Otosio cortez say your name properly. I talked about a few months ago and we had a, a story a couple weeks back about the fact that she wants to trade in her Tesla for a, an American made electric car. And it was like, the plan is to trade in our Tesla. We had the Tesla, blah, blah, blah. But remember, she's all about America, all about taking care of folks. And the headline we have is that uh, on her mission on her purchase of the Tesla is the do as I say, not as I do debate. Now, uh, Alexandra Artazio Cortez wants to trade in her Tesla 3 for a union made EV, but the only one available at the time was a Chevy Bolt, which had a maximum range of 247 miles and slow charging speeds. That wasn't good enough for the standards, which is kind of the problem with some of the other cars. Um, AOC is showing support for unions, but right now the best electric car is the Tesla. And obviously Elon Musk, not a big fan of unions. So it's one of those things where it's, it's sort of a, you know, are you being hypocritical? You bought this thing, even though you say we should buy these other things. We will see how this one plays out. As I said, it is the do as I say, not as I do, do the th great thing for the people, but I'm going to do this other thing because it's better for me. It's one of those things. Now we have three stories to wrap up dealing with Israel, the Israel region. First one is this one. Gaza aid stuck as Egypt says Israel not cooperating. It's that simple. Check out the link we have from the Reuters story or anywhere you can find this because it's all over the place. There have been uh, wide open timelines and wide open spaces and wide open agendas for evacuations and aid to get into the Gaza Strip for the people who are suffering. That being the civilians who are you know, at the mercy of Hamas attacking Israel and making the whole thing a big issue, a bigger issue at the moment. The biggest thing is, Israel doesn't want a flood of refugees coming out of Gaza into its nation, because they don't want that. But at the same time, Egypt, I should say, Egypt doesn't want a bunch of flood going into its nation. But at the same time, Israel's not making it easy to bring aid in or deal with anything on that case is because they're trying to essentially sweat out the Hamas folks in Gaza. Israel's kind of being the jerk in the process Although you can understand them being jerks in the process because, you know, Hamas and attacking and beheadings and innocent people being kidnapped and things like that. So Israel is saying that um, they're doing what they need to do. They're shutting down power and keeping water low, supplies down for people to kind of sweat them out. But Egypt says there is supplies for things for people in need. They can't get to the folks because Egypt is having issues working with the Israelis.
Now, the next story dealing with the same area, same issues, essentially. Israel's Instagram lashes out at Gigi Hadid's pro-Palestinian post. We had a post for the weekend ago, last week, about Gigi Hadid basically calling out Kendall Jenner, one of the Jenners, um, Kylie Jenner, Jenny Jenner, uh, for essentially doing a We Love Israel post. And because they're friends, he basically said, if you don't take that down, you can't come to a birthday party. Just, you know, BS stuff like that. Uh, Jenner took it down. They hugged and kissed. All the other good stuff that, you know, these influencers, people who are famous for no real reason are. Israel is now bashing out against Gigi Hadid, whose parents actually, you know, left the area, left because of, you know, you know, oppression and things like that to bring her to a better world, a better place where she can be a, a model and be pretty and make money just putting out Instagram, Instagram, just BS like that, as Israel is basically bashing what's going on. I have had a, a, a little bit of video. It's got a little bit of traction on the whole back and forth on taking sides in this equation taking sides as issues and, and what it means to take a side and what it puts you on when you take a side if at some point you have to take some sort of side and extremely easy to say i hate terrorists so hamas is bad just do that and then you can fight over the fact that the palestinians should have better rights and should have better conditions and the israelis should not be as much as jerks in the case but you know deserve the right to exist and not have everybody try to kill them every single day that should make sense that should be simple. It's not that simple, unfortunately. Don't know why, because I, of course, am not a political analyst, although I play one on the, on, the, on the internets, but I don't understand why it works that way. It just sort of does. Meanwhile, what's really important to us here, U.S., is this one right here, and it is the Pentagon puts troops on notice to prepare to deploy to support Israel. We don't know exactly what this means, but we have word, we have official word that the Pentagon is putting troops on notice, letting them know that there may be some deployments to the area. There are two aircraft carriers out there in the in the in the region to make sure that some of the other players play nice in this situation. But there might be troops on the ground going forward. Now, the biggest rumor that we have, because I don't know anything on actual insight, is the fact that there may be troops put on the ground or some sort of special forces on the ground to free hostages, free Americans specifically. Once they find out where they are, they can send people in like the whole Delta Force, like the whole like the old movie with Chuck Norris and and find the hostages and bring them back. That's essentially what what is being played out for the media for what can happen but in this case we're doing what we can to not turn this into the actual world war three we thought that it was russia and ukraine was going to be the big deal oh yeah they're still fighting over there 600 days in that fight so far but um it looks like this one right here may be the thing that may trigger off something a bit more lively in the area that um we're trying to stay our best out of to make sure nothing goes bad we will see what we can to make sure nothing goes bad going forward in the apologies, errors, and omissions program, um, no apologies, no actual errors to, to thought of. But we omitted this story, um, and I don't even know how to pronounce these names, but it proves that reality shows are really, really mostly fake. And this is one of those things that, while Love is Blind was a, was a popular show, kind of showed that, you know, they had the, the gig was up all the way in and the fix was in. Uh, U-C-H-E, Yuchi, I guess, and Lydia aren't the only Love is Blind contestants who knew each other before the show former castmates say. Many castmates say, and most of these people are actually just actors who are just looking for a gig, said that a whole bunch of folks in the Love is Blind show didn't actually come in blind. They actually didn't know each other in the actual game show. 
if you call it a game show. They actually had some some dealings with them and knew some some in fact fairly well uh, before they went on the show where they were supposed to just sort of find love in a blind manner, just sort of find people they didn't know and learn about them in the the ether of television because it's all fake. Let's go to our teaser story for today, which is be for tomorrow, and and how this story and how it works out for the feeds that you give us what we talk about every single day here. The headline is fairly simple, and it's something that goes in line with what's happening in Israel right now because uh, we knew that President Biden was canceling all the things he had domestically, and we got official word from Tony Blinken um, that President Joe Biden will travel to Israel on Wednesday, tomorrow in real time amid the war in the Middle East. He's going to leave fairly soon, in a couple hours, basically, to head out to Israel to be there to go to meet um, Bibi Netanyahu. Now, you can help us talk about this story if it's one worthy of talking about. If you don't want to talk about this one, we won't do it. But if you think it's good, just follow us on the feeds and tell us which stories are worth talking about. Go to facebook.com slash project, or Twitter or X slash TH underscore conversation. And every 50 minutes, basically, we post a new story for you to interact to it. Sometimes it takes a long time to get some of those stories in there because it takes a while to get them there. But we post them ahead of time and we get things going on. This one is already there as you're seeing this wherever, whether you're watching me live or watching this in a replay throughout the day on Tuesday. This one's there, so you may have to go looking for it, but it's going to be prominent, we expect. If you want to talk about this story, make sure it's one of the top 15 stories in engagement for tomorrow because we pull from those stories, give you eight stories to chat about here and things you might have heard. So it's just that simple. You want to talk about it, go to the feeds, follow the feeds, follow the feeds. And as you check our your other things in Facebook and on the X Twitter, you can also see what we want to talk about here as well. Put the words literally in my mouth every single day. Today's sponsor we're spotlighting is called Hostage Tape, which takes... Well, technically doesn't take the words out of my mouth, but keeps me from saying words, actually keeps me from breathing out of my mouth or you from breathing out of your mouth. Why is that an issue? Because your nose, that thing above your mouth with the two holes in it is where your breathing should be in through your nose, maybe out through your mouth for some simple breathing. But breathing through your nose is the most efficient way for breathing. And if you're having issues sleeping because you're sleeping with your mouth open or issues with exercising because you're not getting efficient uh, breaths, try this mouth tape, the strongest, most comfortable mouth tape in the planet. I didn't know this thing existed until we stumbled upon uh, a chance to use hostage tape as a sponsor. And now that I know it exists, I know how well it works and the people who do love it. People giggled at first. People were like, are you trying to take your wife hostage? What's going on? No, it's something you use to cover your mouth so that and you're sleeping at night. You're breathing through your nose. Sure, you can put a Band-Aid on your nose. That's fine. But why don't you just cover your mouth up? And it does, and it's very comfortable. It's it's easy on beards, if you will, and you can cover it up, and you can breathe easily at night. And if you're on the exercise trail, you need some sort of way to cover your mouth for your breathing. It's there as well. Check out our link at this. It's a conversationproject.com/slash-hostage-tape because that's our affiliate link, so we get a little bit of a cut from you going there. This is a conversationproject.com/slash-hostage-tape for hostage tape, the most comfortable mouth tape on the planet. Don't giggle till you try it, and then you'll be in love with it as well. The Conversation Project lives online at this is the conversationproject.com where you can find all of the stuff we do every single day for the Conversation Project. We have 
a newsletter version of this thing. We have a audio version of this thing. We have replays of this thing. That is, of course, things you might have heard that come out after we do the live thing. 5 for the a.m. I come on the air live to record this, the best way to get it done. And then you can watch it whenever or listen whenever or just read the links directly. We have clips, audios, and videos that we put inside of uh, the shorts in YouTube and also on TikTok to give you more news out there and more information going forward. Uh, we have weekend stuff that wrap things up and we are sort of negotiating back on how we're going to do our extra stuff. Um, be honest, a, little, a quick jump because we have a little time. Uh, it's not quite hitting the way I wanted to hit or was hitting consistently for the things that are kind of the interesting things going on. So that's why we're doing less of it here in the show and less of it inside the feed stuff. If we can kind of get a gentle mix, because I want to be the guy giving you those information nuggets, we'll do that as well. If you want to help me out with things that can be done, you just let me know. Number one, follow the feed so we know what to talk about in the shows. Email the show at theconversationinbox at gmail.com so we know what to do for the show. And visit our website and consider going to our partnerships page and partnering up with us so we can work together to make things happen. It would be great to work with you, get some ideas. And to be honest, more funds, more resources mean more people working on the show, not just me in the morning and a few people volunteering throughout the day. We get more people doing this thing live, go bigger, badder, better. We can do that with your help. So check it out if you're willing to, um, to give. We will accept and we will take in for thanks anything you're willing to give up to us. Now, very quickly, as we wrap up things, the fun stuff for the day, the uh, things you might not have heard, extras, uh, include birthdays for the day. We're going to celebrate on October the 17th, Eminem turning 51 years old on the day. Eminem is 51. Slim Shady is probably 51. Uh, Marshall Mathers as well, because they're the same guy, is 51 years old on the day. The one rapper with three names is Eminem at a birthday on this day. On this day in history, going back to 20. 06 for the 17th of October. The U.S. population reached $300 million, $300 million, $300 million officially. Uh, and looking ahead, we'll hit that next $100 million, $400 million mark, expected to reach that in 2039. A little while away. It's going to take some time. And we do know that overall there is a slowing, a lessening, a how you want to say it, there are less babies being born, especially here in the States, which is an issue to various members of various um, groups. Uh, 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 of lineage, which becomes an issue and a talking point on sort of the, the, the blue pill uh, websites. However, right now we know we have a ways to go to get that 400 millionth mark. And so hopefully we can fix some of the things we need to do before we get there. And by the way, today our celebration is on spreadsheet day. Spreadsheet day seems like an odd thing to celebrate, but you know what? We're nerds here. We're news nerds. So why not be spreadsheet nerds? I am a spreadsheet nerd. By all means, spreadsheets help me get my day going you know, obviously, I mean, people at work are like, dude, you just do everything spreadsheets. And I say, yes, spreadsheets are awesome. In 2010, October 17th was chosen as spreadsheet day because Visical, the first spreadsheet for personal computers released on that day. Another history lesson for you. 1979 spreadsheets on computers are older than you think. They're not just from Excel. They are literally almost 50 years old. So there you go. VisiCalc was a very primitive, very uh, simple looking thing back in the day. Just, you know, the green dots on the monochrome screens. But it helped out a lot of people and a lot of businesses. And, of course, eliminated a bunch of people with pencils and abacuses. Not, no, nobody really using abacuses, but uh, things back in the day. And with that, how about we go back, back, back to um, our reality and back to our regular day with the ending, the wrapping up of things you might have heard for this day, this Tuesday, October 17th. 
2023. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne. Thank you so much for joining us for the show today. And whenever you join us, whether you're live with me, we had some people chime in live here this morning, 5.50 a.m. start every single weekday morning, Central Time, 5.50. Or if you're going to watch this in the replays or listen to the audio replay of the podcast, or even just check out the links later on, we thank you for being a part of what's going on. Make sure you're following us on the feed so that we know what to talk about tomorrow. And also, um, Email us so we know what we're doing well and what we're doing not so well. Make sure you're staying limber, staying hydrated, and staying on task for all the grand things that you're here to do. He's staying uh, hydrated myself. And join us tomorrow. Another great day tomorrow. We're doing some new things, some new tweaking that are sort of live in person. Let me know what you think, how it's working. Chat to me in the video comments or the podcast comments as well. Or just email me what, what you think you see and what seems to be working because... We're doing it for you. Pretty pithy. Got it all in in un, uh, just about 20 minutes. So let's see if we can do that again just like that tomorrow. <laughs>